Hi, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 77, FHE series, lesson number three, opposition in all things. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Really looking forward to sharing with you guys lesson number three of the FHE series, Emotionally Confident Kids. This lesson is titled Opposition in All Things, and I hope that when you're done teaching this to your kids, they will have a new perspective on why we experience opposition in all things, and they stop wishing away the negative experiences in their lives and start seeing them as opposites rather than negative would be my goal. So today I want to start with a scripture. The scripture is 2 Nephi 2.11. And this scripture says, For it must needs be that there is an opposition in all things. If not so, my firstborn in the wilderness, righteousness could not be brought to pass. Neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good, nor bad. Wherefore, all things must needs be a compound in one. Wherefore, if it should be one body, it must needs remain as dead, having no life, neither death, nor corruption, nor incorruption, happiness, nor misery, neither sense nor insensibility. So the first part is probably the part you're most familiar with. It must needs be that there is an opposition in all things. What does that mean? Have you noticed that there are a lot of opposites around you? Have you guys ever played Opposite Day? My kids love to play Opposite Day. So when they're telling me yes, they're actually telling me no. They say no, mom, and then they go do their job. They love this game. They also love to do it to their brothers and sisters, right? They say, I don't like you, but they really mean I love you. Have you guys ever played this game? (laughs) I love this scripture because it reminds us that there must be opposites to all things. I want to tell you guys about a little character named Bob the Fish. Okay, Bob the Fish has swam in a fishbowl his whole life. And he's always been in water. He was in water in the pet store. He was in water in the bag he came home in to my house. And then he was in our fishbowl with our little... Um, with our little SpongeBob SquarePants pineapple in his fishbowl and his other fish friends. And Bob does not know what it's like to live in air. He doesn't know that it's really great to live in water and that he can only breathe in water because he's never experienced the air. He doesn't know how water feels on his skin because he has nothing to compare it to. If you ask Bob, Bob, what does it feel like To swim in water, he can't even describe it to you because he doesn't know the opposite, okay? It's not that air is bad. I mean, maybe for Bob it is, right? But we love oxygen. We breathe oxygen. We need oxygen to live. So air isn't bad, 
but it is the opposite of water, right? And that is what Heavenly Father is talking about in that scripture in 2 Nephi. He's saying there must be opposites. We have to feel pain to feel joy or relief, right? There is no relief without some kind of harder feeling before that, right? There is no um, happiness without sadness. He gives all these examples. Another example he gives in the scriptures is the tree of life. The tree of life even has, even has an opposite. We have the tree of life and then we have the fruit, the forbidden fruit, okay? So it is the opposite. And let's think about our Mother Eve, okay? Mother Eve partook of the fruit, and although it was the forbidden fruit, it was not a bad action. It was an opposite action, right? It was an opposition to not picking of the fruit, right? But it was necessary. It was necessary for her to eat the fruit so that they could come to earth and procreate and have all of us. So now we get to be on the earth, right? There are opposites. What opposites can you guys think of in the scriptures? What opposites do you guys see when you read? I think about peace and war. I think about Adam and then Eve, right? Um, Even fruit signifies a female, okay? And so if we have the tree, then we have the fruit, right? We have the man and we have the woman, We have the barren desert and we have trees and water. We have land and water. So you guys can come up with a lot of opposites. Now, together, let's write down emotions and the opposite of that emotion. I might put down joy and sorrow, happiness and maybe loneliness, Um, abundance and scarcity, full, empty, excited, obligated, or dreadful. Okay, so this is an activity you guys can do with your families where you can write down a lot of different emotions and their opposite emotions. Okay, now one of the thing activities you can do is get out a string, okay, and I want you guys to say, If this side of a string is negative emotion and this side of the string is positive emotion, I want you to show them what happens to that string. Don't cut it off of the yarn. What happens to the string as the negative emotion gets bigger? Sometimes you grow up and you go through experiences and the negative emotion grows, right? Instead of just feeling a little sad, you might feel sorrow, you know? Or when you don't make the team for volleyball, it might be a little more sad than just when a friend didn't want to play with you. So what we're going to do is we're going to make that string longer and longer and longer, okay, as their negative and opposite experiences grow. Now, what I want you to point out to them is as that negative experience grows, so does the entire string. So if your right hand is outstretched way on the other side of the string, and your left hand is outstretched on the end of the string where the negative emotion is, look how much 
bigger our capacity for emotion is. Look how much more positive emotions we get to feel because the difference between the two is so great. Now, when you experience joy on the right side of your string, look how big it is. Opposition allows us to feel so much happier than we ever could have without its negative or opposite counterparts. As our negative emotion grows throughout our life and we experience bigger heartaches or bigger trials or challenges, the joy also grows because the difference between the two is so great. This could be a really good time to encourage and get the participation of your kids who understand subtraction, right? When you subtract from a bigger number, the difference between the two grows greater, which means our capacity for happiness grows. Okay, I want to talk to you guys about a metal detector. One of the most amazing things about our brain is that it is the reason we experience opposition in all things. Things in and of themselves are just neutral. They don't create our feelings, right? The weather doesn't create our feelings. What our friends say doesn't create our feelings. But we still feel emotion because of our brain, okay? Our brain is like a metal detector. And it's always looking for what's wrong. Remember the crudes in lesson number one. The crudes are always looking for what's wrong so they can stay alive. It's not that Heavenly Father put half awful things on this earth and half amazing things. He made our brain so that it would look for half negative to keep us alive and half positive because men are are supposed to have joy, men and women, right? So one of the neat things about our brain is it's like a metal detector. And whatever you set that detector to is what you will find. So if you set your metal detector to silver at the beach, you will find silver, maybe, right? Hopefully, that would be awesome. And you're going to scan the beach for silver all day long, and you're going to find it. Now, let me pose a question to you. If I find silver on the beach with my metal detector set at silver, does that mean there's no gold on the beach? What do you guys think? Does it mean there's no copper on the beach? Does it mean there's no food under the sand? What do you think? It doesn't mean any of those things, right? It... The truth is the metal detector was only searching for silver, right? So it's not that those other things aren't there. It's just that that's not what we were searching for. So our metal detector allows us to see the things we are looking for, okay? So when we experience opposition in all things, the opposition we feel is because our metal detector is set to look for that opposite, If we are looking for things to go wrong, that's like setting your metal detector for things that have gone wrong. And you will search and search and search for things and you will find the things that have gone wrong. Now, does that mean that things haven't gone right? No, they have gone right, but you didn't have your metal detector set for things going right. You had it set for things going wrong.
So opposition in all things is what I like to call the 50-50 rule. The 50-50 rule says that half the time we'll experience positive emotion and half the time we'll experience negative emotion. Like I said, this is not because half of the world is bad and half of the world is good. It's because our brain's metal detector is always set to look for opposition in all things, right? And this is good. This is why we experience positive emotion. This is such an important rule to understand and the gospel principle that there's opposition in all things. Because number one, it tells us that if we're feeling opposite or negative emotion, nothing has gone wrong. It helps us just lean in and feel that emotion and know that nothing has gone wrong. Number two, this rule helps us stop resisting the opposites. Instead of believing that something has gone wrong because we feel sorrow or because we feel grumpy or angry or pain, instead of believing something's gone wrong, we just allow it. Hey, you know what? Here's the day where I feel a little grumpier. It's okay. And that actually helps us stop feeling grumpy quicker, right? If we're just like, it's okay, I feel grumpy. Doesn't that feel a little bit nicer, a little lighter? That rather than I shouldn't feel grumpy, I'm doing everything wrong. That just makes me sadder. How about you? So the 50-50 rule is my way of explaining opposition in all things. So today I hope you remember Bob the fish who doesn't know happiness because he doesn't know the opposite. He doesn't know what it's like to be on in water because he doesn't know what it's like to be on dry land. Okay. I hope you'll remember that you can set your metal detector to whatever you want. And that is what you will find. And finally, if you are finding negative emotion, you're right on track. Half of the time, you will find negative emotion. Half of the time, your metal detector will be set at negative emotion. And that is exactly how it's supposed to be. Remember that string. And as the negative emotion grows, so does the difference between the positive emotion, which means that your ability to feel joy will get so much greater. Now, I hope you guys have an amazing day and you love this lesson. I can't wait to give you lesson number four. And all of the lessons available to you to download for free for the first 100 participants to give to your family. It will have images to print out, scripture references, um, family activities, as well as an outline for you to teach this to your kids. These tools are invaluable. They might feel simple to you if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, but Understanding our emotions in this way is so life-changing. And can you imagine knowing this as a seven-year-old or a 14-year-old, how it would have changed your experience of school and of friends and, and how it would have helped you stop resisting negative experiences, right? Um, also, if you are liking what you're hearing on the podcast, I would love a review from you. You can just click on, I believe, the three dots by the episode, and it will ask, give you an option to leave a review. Or you can scroll down, and I think it will also ask you to leave a review. Um, that is how people can find me on the podcast, is the number of reviews, is how um, I know Apple shares 
the podcast. So you can do that on Apple. I'm not sure about the other platforms. Um, also, I am creating some really cute apparel. It's really, really cute. <laughs> and I wanted, I want to kind of beta test it. I want to send it to you guys for free. So if you guys leave a review, I'm going to enter you in to a raffle to send you some free apparel. So go ahead and leave a review and, um, and I will send you some apparel if you win. I would love to do that for you. All right, you guys, don't forget to log in next week and I'll have the link in the show notes below for you to download all four of these FHE lessons. Um, and they're not even downloads. It's like a login where you guys will have access to all the resources, the images, the scripture references, the family activities, and they're all really short lessons, like 20 minutes. And I think it's going to benefit your family so much. All right, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you next week. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to LimitlessFemaleCoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.